Hi, my name's Elle and welcome to my podcast called Eleanor Crawford Unplugged. It's all about personal, emotional and spiritual expansion, where I share stories from my own growth journey, including all of my screw-ups, learnings and triumphs. I am a life creation coach helping women living with grief and loss to build a life that truly fulfills them. Yes, it's very possible. I do it every day. I love delving deeper into life and all she has to offer, and I have a curiosity that keeps me digging deeper and deeper. Life is precious, too precious to waste on the mundane and the groundhoggish existence that many humans settle for. So if you want to create the life that you truly desire, that makes you feel confident, happy and fulfilled, then subscribe to this podcast so that you get the gold every time an episode drops. I hope you enjoyed the episode today and I'll see you on the other side. Hey, hey, and welcome back to Eleanor Crawford Unplugged. I hope you're doing well and that you are, wherever you are listening, having a great day today. I wanted to talk about being a work in progress and that sometimes we have big goals or intentions, but because they feel so big and maybe overwhelming, we tend to put them on the back burner or stick them on the shelf in the closet and we don't really do anything about them. And I really wanted to encourage you to drag them out of the closet. And it's not like you have to do it all at once, but just making some little micro actions towards achieving something that really means something to you. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying it has to be something that really aligns with your heart, that really means a lot to you, not just something that you couldn't give a shit about. And one of the things that has been bubbling around in my life for a long, long time now is that, well, let's start from the beginning. I think I have slightly addictive tendencies because alcohol was something that I used as a salve. That word I really like using. I'm going to have to spell it. It's S-A-L-V-E. So it means like a solution or healing or uh, something to help me feel better. And alcohol was that for a long time, shiny objects, band-aid boyfriends, as I've spoken about before. But another thing that has been something that has been a thread through my life is food. Now, as a kid, I was probably called big boned. I was always tall. And even now I'm tall. I'm five foot 11. That's just under six foot. In fact, I used to always joke that I would never be six foot. I'd be five foot 12. And I weigh at the moment around 85 kilos. Now, I would really like to weigh about 80 kilos and maybe less. I've only ever been under 80 kilos since I had children. And that was, my goodness me, (laughs) 10 years ago. And I got to 79.9 kilos for one day. And then that was it. And the only way I could get to that weight is to deprive myself to be on 1200 calories. And it just seems too hard and so I'm just like fuck that I'll just eat whatever I like however what I've been really striving to do over the last sort of six to eight months is to eat consciously to listen to my belly instead of listening to my taste buds to my mouth and I've had some really good results but the last month they've sort of all just gone by the wayside and now I just feel like 
I'm not consciously eating. I'm eating way too much and, and not the right foods for me. And I know that. So that's something that really means a lot to me. Because, you know, I'm 57 years old and I want to live till I'm, you know, 90, hopefully. But I want to live in good health. And nutrition is obviously a really important part of that. So I have an okay diet. I would say that the 80-20 rule might not be working. It's probably more like a 60-40 rule. And I don't eat meat. I'm vegetarian, which I have been for almost four years. And my kryptonite is sweets and chips. So chocolate and chips are my two things. And I'm not very good at not walking down those aisles in the supermarket. So I have decided to give myself a challenge in May. Now, this is just one part of the challenge in May. And I really wanted to share this with you to help you to understand that we're all a work in progress and we've all got our shit that we're doing. And for me, it's conscious eating. I would really like to feel more in balance with my eating. And I was in March and then I had one conversation with someone who told me that I probably wasn't eating enough, even though I felt quite good. Um, I have sort of lost that ability to feel hungry, to feel that hunger. And when I when I do, not, I'm not saying limit the food that I eat, but when I am more conscious about what to eat and when, and when I eat when I'm hungry, that feels so much better for me. So I really want to get to that back to that point. And the other thing I'm challenging myself, there's two other things that I'm challenging myself about in May, so a 31-day challenge, is to get in the ocean every day, which is scaring the absolute fucking crap out of me, I have to say. Although the forecast this week is sort of like 19, 18, 19, 20, so maybe not too bad. And the water temperature at the moment is okay it's getting cooler but it's not as bad as it is in sort of September so I'm going to do that for 31 days and the other thing I'm going to do is rewind my television habits back to when I was a kid because when I was a kid I was not allowed to watch television through Monday through Thursday and I was allowed to watch limited television on Friday Saturday and Sunday and invariably my favorite show Happy Days Happy Days often would run a two-part episode, the first part being on a Friday and the conclusion, the second part being on the Monday. And it didn't matter how many times I begged, asked, you know, really groveled to my parents to, to ask to watch the second part of that. I was never allowed to do that. Now, I know my parents were just doing what they thought was best for me. And they did, for sure. But I think what happens is that when you have had deprivation and then you get the opportunity to have no limits around something, then you just tend to do the opposite, go to extremes. And that's what I do. I love TV. I love, love, love it. However, it's very time-consuming and that's really what I want to draw back on. But I have found it to be very good companionship for me because I'm single my son Declan lives with me, but he's got his, you know, his own room and he plays games and he's got a girlfriend and all of that stuff. So it's just me, you know, sitting in the lounge room watching TV. And I've got different streaming services. So I've got a banquet in front of me. I love drama, romance, that type of thing. 
And so <laughs> what I notice is that, you know, I'll sit down at maybe six o'clock and watch two or three hours of television. And then if you add that up, up over the over the week, that's a lot of time. And so I've decided to return to my childhood viewing habits for May and go back to only watching television on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And then my ocean swims every day and conscious eating. So this is this is what I'm doing. I'm challenging myself for the next 31 days to do these three things. And I really wanted to share them with you for a few different reasons. One, I want to have some accountability by my sharing them with my audience and say, this is what I'm doing. I will check in and I'll let you know how I'm going. And also to mark a time in history so that I can look back and say, well, maybe these changes, these healthy changes started here on the 1st of May, 2023. And then the other reason that I wanted to share this with you is to show you and to demonstrate that I'm also just doing the best I can with what I know. And I've come a long way in the last three and a half, four years in my emotional health and my, and my mental health, but my physical health, I'm stronger and I do lots of activity and I'm healthy, like I take supplements and I've just had blood tests and they were great. But it is my food that I really would like to have a better relationship with. So there's that. And then I'd really like to encourage you to take something off the shelf or out of the closet and just take some small actionable steps towards achieving it and this is why for me 31 days I can imagine myself doing these things for 31 days 31 times 24 hours I've actually marked it on my mirror in mirror paint a window texture I've got ocean swims 31 days and I'm going to mark off every day I'm also have a journal so I'm going to write in that and I just feel like 31 days is an achievable goal for me. It's not too long. It's not too short. Now, 31 days might be way too long for you. It might be too short. It's up to you. Maybe choose seven days. Maybe choose one day. Maybe choose five minutes or an hour. Whatever it is that you want to change in your life, just choose the time frame that is going to be okay with you that you're going to have the confidence to be able to achieve. That's what it's all about. It's about having that self-respect and that confidence to do it because we don't, oh, how do I say this? We give ourselves like passes. We take ourselves off the hook and we let ourselves have behaviours that don't make us happy, but we find a way to justify it. Whereas if it were someone else, if you could step outside of your of your body and of your of your life and try and have a witness relationship with you, you know, you would probably be a little tougher, have a little more tough love, because that's what it is. Nothing that I'm doing is anything other than to better myself, to better my health, to make myself feel feel good to reclaim some time so I can fill it with other things in fact today I went and bought a few novels to read because I really want to read some more fiction so that um, it helps me with my, with my writing so for you if you have something that you've put on the shelf something that you might want to change like it might be to add more exercise more activity in your life 
um, in your days. It might be to give yourself more self-care, to actually take care of yourself better. It might be the food thing like it is for me. I would just encourage you that if there is something that you would like to do, like maybe it's a self-care practice, you'd like to add journaling, you'd like to add meditation, you'd like to get up earlier and see the sunrise or you'd like to take a sunset walk somewhere, it's something just for you. It's not about anyone else, it's just for you and your own personal, emotional, mental, physical health. And what it will do is it will build self-respect. When you set just a goal or an intention over a time frame and you achieve that, then you'll feel better about yourself. You'll have more self-respect and you'll have more confidence in yourself. Now, my time frame is 31 days. Choose a time frame that you know that you will stick at because when you choose a time frame, like for me, if I were to choose, I'm going to be consciously eating and I'm going to do ocean swims and I'm not going to watch TV Monday through Thursday for six months, that feels not achievable, it feels really overwhelming. It's too big, a, too big a time frame for me. I need to break it down into smaller, smaller chunks of time and you may need to do that too. In fact, you might need to do it smaller than 31 days and then just take every day as a single intention. So I'm just going to intend today, for me, my day is going to intend to go for an ocean swim. I'm If it's Monday through Thursday, I'm not going to watch television and I'm going to consciously eat. Okay, so you've taken something off the shelf, out of the closet. You've decided it's something that you want to do for your physical, emotional or mental health. You've made the decision that it's something you would like to do. That's number one. The next thing is to choose a time frame that you feel is achievable for you. Now, I believe that it's important to take a time frame or to make a time frame that is achievable. It's no point stretching yourself so much that you just get overwhelmed and you just think, fuck it, I'm not going to do it. It's too hard. So make it achievable make it seven days make it one day make it an hour make it two weeks or whatever it is that you think it aligns with you resonates with you right now so you've, you've chosen what it is you've got the time frame now you need some sort of strategy to keep yourself on track are you going to buddy up with someone and be accountable so you might have a friend who say look this is I really want to achieve this I'm going to do this for this amount of time I'm going to check in with you every day and if I don't text you by 5 p.m to say I've done it I want you to text me okay so choose someone who you can do that with you might have a journal or a diary so you can tick it off there might be an app on your phone that you can keep track of it it's about being accountable, having these just micro actions every day to keep accountable because each one of those will add up to the full intention over that time frame. So those three things, choose it and then choose a time frame and then choose a strategy in order to achieve it. And the fourth thing is, is to actually just get your mind straight. So get your thoughts straight and give yourself a pep talk. You know, you are a result of all your thoughts. So if you are thinking one way and 
doing the opposite is not going to work. So if you are going, okay, my goal is that I am going to walk 10,000 steps every day for seven days and then already you're dragging your ass thinking, oh my God, 10,000 steps, that's not doable, I can't do that. I'm going to be walking around the lounge room at 10 o'clock at night. Well then either if you really want the 10,000 steps, then start by chunking it down into like 500 steps and I'm going to get up and I'm going to do 500 steps to begin with. I know I can do 500 steps and start talking to yourself as if you've already achieved it. I know I can walk 10,000 steps. I'm going to break it down so it's achievable for me. I'm going to do 500 steps 20 times. That's 10,000 and make it so that you build the confidence in. You build the Build the achievability into your thought processes and how you speak to yourself. So that you're always affirming in the in the direction that you want to achieve. So choose what you want to do. Choose the time frame that you're going to do it for. Find the strategy by so accountability or an app or a journal, and then the pep talk. Now I don't want to sound like that's really trite. The pep talk. What I'm wanting to really convey to you is that your thoughts determine your feelings determine your actions so if you are thinking that you can't do it right off the bat you're going to feel like shit and you're not going to do it if you are thinking that you can and you've got the other three things in place so that it has an achievability towards it then you are going to be really confident okay well I've actually set it up so that I am going to win I'm going to set it up so I can achieve this and then talk in that way. Mirror talk is great. I love standing in front of the mirror. Well, I'm saying this in a therapeutic way. I love standing in front of the mirror and talking to myself, looking myself in the eyes and really looking at my soul and telling myself that I can achieve something. Sometimes I have to do a like, what the fuck are you doing, L?" in the mirror and that is really good too because it reflects back and then I change my behavior and go okay because you're the only person that you're letting down no one else cares you know you're not letting anyone else down it's just you and so if you want to achieve this thing that you've pulled off the shelf that's been sitting there languishing in the closet gathering dust but you would really 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 like to change something in your life achieve something or change a behavior or change a pattern then you are the only one who can do it. It is always only up to you. You are it. You are it. Number one honcho to do this. If it means that you need to get up 15 minutes earlier, then do it. Now, I know my limitations, and this is something else that you might like really sit down and be honest with yourself. Know your limitations. I know that getting up, any earlier than sort of 6.30 or 7, between 6.30 and 7, just doesn't work for me. In fact, I signed up for a boot camp recently, an online boot camp, a mastermind. I love the presenter. I adore her. The information is fabulous. And it was 6 a.m. in the morning. When I signed up, it was something I really wanted to do. But it's just not sustainable for me. I don't enjoy putting my alarm on at 5.30 or quarter to six to get up to do that. It just makes me grumpy. And then I'm not concentrating. I'm not 
absorbing the information. So I realize my limitations and that's okay. We're not perfect. We're not like every person is the same as the next person. I know lots of people who love waking up at 4.35 and getting up with the sunrise and going for a walk and doing all that things, all those things. And that sounds amazing to me. It sounds so amazing. Can I do it? Yes. Do I want to do it? No. I would prefer to stay in bed, snuggle in bed, put my blind up, see the sun rise, you know, at seven o'clock. And I feel much better. It I'm not one of these people, they say, get up at five and set yourself up for the day. That's not me. I know my limitations. So when you are doing this, when you're doing this, this challenge, if that's what you've decided to do, know your limitations, because otherwise you're just setting yourself up not to achieve that. And we want to set yourself up to achieve it. So those are the things that I really suggest. Now, you might not, you just might go, fucking hell, Elle, I'm, I don't want to do this. I don't have time. I've got this and that. And that's also fine. You do you. I absolutely love you whatever, you, whatever you do. But if there is something that's just whispering, niggling at you, like my food, not eating consciously, feeding my taste buds instead of feeding my belly, that's what I do. I have all my life. And I really want to make a change because I want to live a long, long time. If there is something that you do or you don't do that gives you the shits, you wish you could change, then why not just make a little challenge and just break it down? Micro aligned actions. What that means is they are aligned to what makes you feel good. They're micro, so they're little but they are actions, so you're doing them. It's really good strategy to achieve something, really, really good strategy because it's not overwhelming, just little things. So just little micro-aligned actions to achieve something bigger and it will really help you to feel that sense of achievement and that self-respect in yourself and when you respect yourself, when you really respect you as a person and you're, what that does is it deepens the relationship with yourself, with the capital S that I talk about. It means that all the selves, the self-respect, self-compassion, self-love, self-care, self-kindness, all of the selves, when you start to add some respect in there, the confidence is going to improve. The empowerment is going to improve. You're going to stand straighter. Your posture will be better. Your shoulders will draw back because you have actually made a decision and you've seen it through. And when you do that, it feels good. It really does. And you you know that. You know that when you set a goal or you make a decision, and you see it through and you can and you complete it or achieve it how good that feels because you know the opposite it's when you don't do it like i've been feeling shit about myself this last month because i know that i had been doing so well eating consciously making sure that i was only eating when i was hungry and then we had birthday season and it was Declan's birthday, Chloe's birthday, my birthday, Easter, all of the things all happened within a few weeks and it just derailed me. And so it eats at your self-respect. And when it starts to do that, all those selves, they can just topple. So I really encourage you, if there is something that you've got on the shelf, 
getting dusty and you really want to make a change, why don't you set yourself a challenge? I'm going to do 31 days in May. You know what I'm doing. I'm doing my swims. I'm doing my conscious eating and I'm doing my reduced television hours. If you've got something you want to do alongside me, shoot me an email and I will help you stay accountable because it's really important for your relationship with yourself. It's really important for your self-respect, your self-confidence and your self-acceptance and overall your self-love. So that's my piece for today. Hope that helps and whatever you decide to do is absolutely fine. If you want some help, just reach out. I would be very happy to be your accountability sister. Lots of love to you. I'll see you again next time. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I hope you found some gems to help you navigate in your own life. If this episode resonated with you, please take the time to share it with someone you love. And if you're keen, you could rate and review it too. I'd love that, but no pressure. I'll be back with a new episode soon, so I'll catch you then. Lots of love.